Now, after giving a wide-ranging interview on TV, Eskom CEO Andre Dureta and its board decided to take immediate action. He said in an interview that evidence shows Eskom has become a feeding trough for the ANC. Dureta further accused the senior political party of involvement in corruption in Eskom and a government minister is aware of this. And we speak now with energy analyst Ted Blom to find out more. Ted, good afternoon and welcome. Hi, good day to you. Well, Ted, Andrea said many South Africans agree with a couple of things. And do you think that he was actually fully aware of that the allegations he was about to make during that interview would see him losing his job with immediate effect? Well, look, I mean, he had resigned anyway. So, and it's normal at senior level that when you resign, that you leave straight away. Uh, just what normally happens is you have a succession plan in the company, and whoever the successor is, or the designated successor, would then step in to take over. But unfortunately, it seems that with the right there, with Uber also and some others, uh, that succession planning hasn't seemingly been in place, or it's been tossed out of the window by the new board. Mm-hmm. So, what will Andre Dureta's legacy be at the helm of Eskom when we look, um, you know, into the future? I'm afraid, you know, uh, his, his latest revelations uh, are a little bit too late uh, too, and too little. Uh, he was aware of the corruption and the misdemeanors within Eskom uh, when he started there, and certainly by January 2020, when I visited him in his office, um, I was taken there by his uh, second in charge. Um, by that time, he was aware that uh, there was massive uh, problems on the coal side. Uh, but he turned around to me and said he didn't need any help. He was known in the industry as Dr. Cole. Uh, and I left it at that. Um, but the fact of the matter is his legacy will be that he is one of the few people at Eskom who left it in a far worse shape than when he, when he started the job. Uh, most of the guys who got to the CEO uh, sort of position uh, made some sort of positive contribution uh, within their time period. Uh, or at least didn't damage Eskom further. But uh, the result of uh, Mr. Director's escapades at Eskom, uh, being a novice and not uh, having the background, the requisite background, uh, has left Eskom at least 25 to 50% worse off than it should have been at this stage in time. But at the same time, he never did seem to have the support of ministers like William Tashe or Praveen Gordon. Did he even have a chance to turn Eskom around at all? Oh, no, no, no. He was on TV uh, closer to the beginning of his tenure where he was questioned about the uh, so-called political interference. And he boldly stated on TV that he was not aware of any political interference by either the shareholder, minister or any other person in the cabinet. So, uh, you know, uh, if, he, if he was being dishonest with himself and the public at that time when he made that statement, well, then he must live with the consequences because uh, to now suddenly cry foul, uh, is a little bit, as I said, uh, too little, too late. Mm-hmm. Listening to what he had to say as he laid bare the malaise and that sense uh, is that despite his warning government of the severe problems at the different power station, the need to add power to the grid, he was basically ignored? Well, he's only been crying about being ignored uh, since the new board was uh, installed in October. Uh, prior to that, uh, he didn't have any complaints about the board or the cooperation of the, with the board. Uh, so his, his major impasse uh, only seemed to have occurred when uh, Mr. Uh, McQuana was appointed the chairman of, of, of Eskom's board. Uh, prior to that, him and uh, the previous Dr. Uh, Mahobo uh, seemed to have had a very cordial and relaxed uh, arrangement. If you go 
Ireland court or the previous chairman of Eskom, he, he said publicly that he doesn't get involved with the day-to-day affairs of Eskom. He leaves it in the competent hands of Andre De Rater. So um, the, all the stuff that Mr. De Rater is now bitching about in terms of cooperation and not having documents signed, etc., etc., it's all post-October uh, uh, 2022. So do you see the corruption and failures at Eskom just deepening, um, even if some brave soul decides to take the job which some people are calling the poison chalice? Uh, no, there's indeed more of a poison chalice than it was before. So uh, I don't know whether they'll find a credible person to take over this job as well as the job of minister, um, uh, as well as the job, uh, the other senior jobs that uh, become available at Eskom, because it's very clear to everybody now that Eskom's a sinking ship. So, uh, and with a lot of political, in fact, if you watch the advert for the new group uh, chief executive, uh, one of the last records that's in that uh, list of requirements is that you must be able to handle uh, a stakeholder conflict. Well, that's a lot of nonsense. Um, if Eskom was restored to its previous uh, status as an independent uh, uh, statutory uh, body uh, guided by stakeholders which were a major industry and civil society and no political interference, then we might have had a very different outcome. But the ANC hijacked Eskom in 2001 when they corporatized it, uh, made it a for-profit company instead of a non-profit company, and thought this was a big cow to milk. And it all happened in 2001. And ever since then, it's been down. Well, we have some dark times ahead of us, I think, and uh, hopefully we'll see some light uh, come out of it sooner than later, hopefully. Thank you for your time today, Ted. Well, you're most welcome. If people are going to have any light, it's going to come from their own hands. Don't rely on Eskom. All right. Thank you. Much appreciated. You're welcome. That was Ted Blom, uh, energy analyst, talking to us uh, about the um, leaving of Andre de from Eskom. And as you've heard, um, not very um, happy with the situation, but at the same time saying that the legacy Andre de is going to be leaving isn't one that's going to be appreciated by many. Obviously, I think um, he may not feel the same way and some others may not feel that way as well. But um, I think many South Africans agree with what Ted has to say.